0: everybody. And welcome to Y'all We Read It. Maggie and I were making uh, lustrious eye contact across the microphone, and I was really hoping we were going to do the hosting in unison. Did not happen. But my name's Laura. I'm one of the
1: hosts. I got cold feet. My uh, name is Maggie. I'm the other host. Uh, yeah, we weren't sure who was hosting this one, but... We're both hosting, because we're both the hosts. But we're both hosting. It's a Monday. We got, like, big glasses of red wine. Yeah, I need to not? finish
0: it. It's my $4 bottle from Whole Foods, because I live by a Whole Foods. Oh, nice.
1: Um, and we
0: need to finish it, because I opened it, um, I think, like, six days ago, so.
1: When does that Whole Foods close? I might go tonight. Um, I think,
0: like, eight or nine.
1: Bone Apple Tea. Bone Apple Tea. Yeah, you got plenty of time. Bone Apple the Teeth. And we are here. Um, I am gay you know, I can't, I can't say we are queer, um, but we are filming. I can't say we are queer, but I can't say I am gay. I, I gay. get it, Maggie. You hate having a straight friend. This is, we're in the cafeteria and I'm not letting Laura sit with me. Yeah. Um, we
0: Ma- <laughs> Maggie, like, hiding our friendship from, like, all of their, like, actual, like, <laughs> queer friends be like
1: a fun um uh, new age uh high school movie where it's like you know the person who's popular can't be friends with the like, like the nerdy. jock can't
0: be be friends with like the nerd That's like people can't see us talking you're not gay the gay gen z can't be friends with
1: the street i love that wow now, let's put a pin in that that's something laura's very queer coded so she's fine Um, and we are talking about you this season. Not you, but the books. This
0: is the end of our season. You might have missed us last week, but that's because Maggie had
1: food poisoning. I did. I was stealing the limelight again Uh, with my sick little tummy. We also
0: have to keep our listeners on their toes, so it's a good thing that it happened.
1: And my poopy little pants. (laughs) Oh yeah, listeners, do you like that? When Maggie talks about their poopy little pants? Oh, I would not have been the apple of Joe Goldberg's eye. He would have seen me (laughs) and been like, fuck this person. They're so ugly. Joe
0: absolutely has, like, the uh, mindset of somebody who doesn't think that... um the the opposite sex poops.
1: Yeah, like, oh my God, absolutely. If he really hated love pouring champagne into a bathtub, he would have hated what I was pouring into a bathtub.
0: Because, like, fuck, food poisoning ruined me. Yeah, food poisoning is one of those things that it's like, you come back from it different. And I have.
1: And now, as opposed to BFP, which is before food poisoning, we are in the after Christ AFP time of maggie's life wow and
0: we're also post our new season we've done it we've read the three books uh the fourth book is coming out but we're ending our season here so we can move on to bigger and better things yeah this was our first tangent away from ya i think it went pretty well i
1: think we <laughs> had a really good time and it seems like people were truly vibing uh with this season yeah which was great to see Numbers coming in and homies hanging out. Yeah,
0: thanks for hanging out this season. We hope you had fun. Um, but this is interesting because, like, normally we talk about, like, the the wider world of, like, YA as a whole. Especially because YA, like, decades ago yeah. uh, is is uh, coded in a lot of um, sticky areas that are, uh, for lack of a better word, problematic. Yeah. Uh, but now we're reading a modern day series that is currently at, like, the the peak of its popularity. hmm it has a show on Netflix, and it is also not YA. It is very, very, very graphic. Yeah, in all senses of the word. Yeah. And so now here we are, kind of just having a conversation, wrapping up our the series, not in relation to any of the things we normally do.
1: I feel like Caroline Kepnes, uh, really hit the nail on the head with the U series in terms of encapsulating on true crime. Yeah. Romance novel. Yeah. And then the writing was honestly pretty smart like that's the thing it's like she's a really really smart and quippy writer
0: i will stand by i do think all of the books could be like 50 to 100 pages less some things just drag on some people really enjoy that cuz some i know some people get like lost in, yeah. in books and that's great I'm I'm a different person. Like, I'm like, if nothing important is happening, I don't want this to drag on for 10 pages.
1: And I kind of have been bouncing back and forth on trying to decide where I fall on Caroline streamlining Joe Goldberg's character development as a protagonist. Because at times, I really was fine with just knowing he's fucked up because a person locked him in a cage for a bit. And yeah. at other times, I mean it seemed like he had a shitty relationship with his parents sprinkled in. And sometimes I yeah. did want to know. Yeah. I, it's interesting. Cause it's like, I never really understood the
0: point of view we're supposed to have on Joe. Like, cause I never really rooted for him. I mm-hmm. couldn't, I sometimes I couldn't tell if we were supposed to root for him mm-hmm. if that's what she wanted. I know when we, we read this book once before for our friend Arthur's uh, two cent critic podcast. And he had actually like laid out that, um, she was surprised when people were interpreting Joe as a villain because she was not intending to write him that way. So I don't even know if that had changed over the course of the series. Um,
1: but. I wonder if that informed her writing on the books at all because You Love Me, the third one, came out in 2021. Yeah. And he was a much better dude. Because in the it's like one. he
0: talks about how much he's changed. So that could be something too where she's like, oh, shoot, maybe I went a little too
1: hard. Let's wring it back a little bit. But which when you think about the path that the show has taken as opposed to the path that the books have taken yeah. did you watch season 4 no no not yet but i know there's piss play in it there's piss play in it i wrote about the piss play we love it <laughs> piss play. um well i won't spoil all of it for you and if the listeners haven't either um he's gone full blown insane yeah um is kind of the gist of it
0: and i i kind of wish that was the the dark path he went down in this series. Yeah. Like, he's always so, like, madly driven by love Mm -hmm. that he just kind of loses himself over and over and over again.
1: So, whereas the book has deviated in making him a good guy as it leaned further into the series. Debatable good guy. Debatable good guy. The TV show just kind of went nuts with him. And I cannot imagine if Caroline really wanted to redeem Joe's character, what she has felt about how far it has deviated yeah, from the novel. Yeah, that's what happens when you sign over the rights to things. Because, I mean, Mary Ann is Mary Kay in the third book. And she's also, like, a mom and not, like, a young, hot 20-something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they really went a different way with that yeah, Libya. Well, exactly. And, like, also, like,
0: Love's a really important character in this in the show, and she's... There for part of a book, and then she's gone, and then she's briefly there again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's they they do deviate a lot. I feel like first book and first season are very matchy matchy, and then it just forks.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I do, in in feeling with like growing alongside her writing and Mary Kay being the third protagonist, there is so many elements uh to the female experience and so much nuance that it brings that. I do think Caroline captures it so well in different ways with each protagonist. With Beck, her trauma kind of manifests in more sexually exploitive um, endeavors that she maybe takes with, like, Dr. Nikki and whatnot. And with love, it's, like, that pure empathy and leaning on that as a woman that I will do anything for my pack. Yeah. And I wonder if you know, as we said previously, Caroline had a bit of criticism with Joe. Mary Kay never felt fleshed out. I could relate to love and being like, I'll, I'll cover up a murder that like my brother committed. Yeah. I I do that for a sibling. Um, like Beck, you know, ghosting a guy because he comes on too strong. That's so relatable. That's relatable. Yeah.
0: No, I I really get that. So I really do think Caroline is great at writing characters that are all differentiated from each other. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's really cool to see somebody write all of these, even minor characters, and they all have a specific voice and, like, demeanor and all of that. But I totally agree. Like, Mary Kay is, like, almost like a, like, almost two-dimensional comparatively to what we were getting. And what we also got with, like, like, um oh, what was her name? The, the friend... Amy Adams? No, no, the uh, Mary Kay's best friend, Melanda. Mm. Um, Like, she was so like, fleshed out. She was such a strong character. Yeah. But then like, Mary Kay kind of just like, felt like we couldn't really figure out like what her deal was, other than that she was just in an unhappy marriage.
1: No, it seems like she could have been the kind of a girl who really lends herself to nostalgia yeah. and looking at red flags through yeah. rose-colored glasses. Cause she her husband was a drug addict, and he was in a bed once. And she loved that like provincial lifestyle in a way of living in a smaller town that you haven't yeah. left since high school. And I feel like there's a lot of elements to that where maybe she should have been a bit harder to pursue. Like, we got women from every walks of life. Yeah. I would have loved to see what does a small-town girl look like? Because, you know, I feel like sometimes I am but an agent who gets lost to nostalgia yeah. sometimes. Yeah. That's relatable. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like, I feel like, also, we started to get in the third book, like, um... A rinse and repeat type thing. Yes. Joe goes to a place. He Okay, he falls in love again. He goes to a place. He falls in love again. And I really think the third book could have benefited from Joe falls in love. Maybe it's not reciprocated. Or maybe she does just kind of keep up an affair and she's never going to leave her husband. Like, what if, what if, like. He doesn't win. What if he, like, I, like, that, I think that's my biggest problem with this series is, like, Joe always wins. Yes. Like, even when the bad things happen, he, he, he still wins. Like, yeah. he got arrested. And then, like, the next book, it was, like, figured it out. We're gone. We're good. Next, next plot point. And it's like I so badly want karma to get Joe. Yeah, cuz Joe has no redeeming qualities to me. He is creepy, he's a stalker, he literally is a serial killer.
1: If you are viewing him from a third party perspective, he seems like uh one of those guys at the party who would talk way too much about shit and pop culture that you wouldn't know, specifically because you wouldn't know it. Yeah. The minute he and brought up an artist or a movie you knew, he'd be like, this is boring. Yeah. What about he, these other ones he's, from that guy? Like, he's, he's a clinical mansplainer.
0: Yes. Like, 100%. Um, And he also is just... Uh, oh, I lost my train of thought, but it was going to be good. But it's just, he is so... Like, he, he's just, he just has such a blissful and awareness uh, and has no respect for women. So it's like, how am I supposed to root for this guy that you're kind of camouflaging as, like, a, I have so much respect for women because I love them so much. And it's like, no, you don't.
1: Yeah. You're not a feminist. I just, I do not understand in a post Me Too world how Joe would not meet his match of a girl who would just kind of like not give him the time of day. I mean, I guess we got that with Beck, but like, I feel like no one followed through. There's so many yeah. guys like that that I would get moderately obsessed with for a bit because they seemed cool, and then you know what? Sometimes it would mostly like ninety percent of the time they were reject, rejecting me. Yeah. So maybe I don't have autonomy in this situation, but I would like to think that I would.
0: <laughs> um, okay, out of all of the the love interests that we've seen, which one is the best for Joe?
1: Which one is the best for Joe? God, that's such a good. Well, I mean. I always both book and the series, yeah. And show will think it's love. Love, yeah.
0: I mean, it's like she was, she really saw him to his core.
1: She really did. And I mean yeah. she accepted him. I think that the book version of love is a much better fit and match for him than the show version, though. Because yeah. I mean there's that huge wider criticism of it in the third series of how she kind of wanted that lifestyle for them where they kept killing and he was more ashamed of it where she was like, maybe this is like a fun thing for us. And in the books, I really just feel like he told her the shit and she was like, I will do anything for anyone. Yeah, like I want to make this work because I truly do love you. And she just couldn't because of her family. Because I mean, you know, in the third book we get that she is upset that he left she was just kind of playing hard to get and she ends up killing herself because she was like i uh, wanted us to be together
0: why didn't you fight for me yeah and he was like because your family contractually contractually injected me from the state i mean four million dollars girl sorry i'd walk too If (laughs) <laughs> you so, so Maggie, how much would it cost for you to walk away from your relationship?
1: <laughs> I'm like, they, they offer me 3 million and I'm like, no. Like, i like, Joe do it for never. four and in inflation. I need at least six. <laughs> Let me pull out. Okay. So do 4 million times 7.2 because that's the current inflation rate. Yeah. And then you can,
0: that's that a lock. Oh, that's, yeah, that was ridiculous. But I also will say, I, I do like Carolyn's writing. I feel like it does... There's a lot of just, like, goofiness in it. And I think she's aware of just how ridiculous the whole idea is of, like, it's romance, but he's also a horrible killer.
1: You know what? Actually, there was one girl that gave him the cold shoulder. Amy. That twist, 30 pages into Uh, the second book. More of that. When she stole all of his books from the cage, that shit fucking ruled. And she gets away with it in the end. I, I will say second book was my favorite. Yes. Because... Second book,
0: like, that book did not feel too long to me at all. That just felt like twists, bangers, twists, bangers. It was awesome. It was so freaking cool to just kind of, it felt like there were so many layers and it was very woven. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the first and the third book were missing the depth that the second book had. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I remember, like, I disliked the first book. I thought it was just, like, long and Joe's whiny. And, like, there's just so much, like, of him just, like, watching. And it's, like... I can watch things too. I don't want to read about someone watching things. <laughs> Do you
1: think because for me a, a reason season 2 and also the second book a, apart from its phenomenal writing I was always drawn to is because the visual element of the location I fucking loved it set in LA for some reason and the media yeah. I interact with set in LA sometimes it's hit or miss. But for the for you it really works. And I feel like each book, maybe not the third, because I don't know enough about the Pacific Northeast, Northwest, (laughs) but like, I feel like it does utilize location as a character. Because a hundred percent, because it's like
0: in this larger than life plot to be set in a world of people who are um, doing anything to social climb.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And to have somebody who is not trying to social climb, but is trying to, like, basically find romance and love, and then also kind of gets wrapped up in social climbing, but is also, like, a murderer. Like, it was so fun to have this kind of larger-than-life character be in this, like, world of people who are on his level in completely different ways. In the second book? In the second book. Yeah. Because it's, like, because we go back to the Pacific Northwest, and it's like, okay, he's at a 10 all times, and everyone's at a 3 because they live in, like, this... Quaint little booksy, cutesy town, Mm and that's fine, but it's like the extremities aren't there. Like the extremities are like, I'm going on a walk in the woods.
1: And it also feels like he has the chance to thrive in LA because 40 will sometimes sprinkle opportunities for him. And he's like, Oh, fuck, wait. Actually, screenwriting might be kind of fun. And at times I really liked that. Whereas like he was lower class, obviously, and In New York, he met kind of a lower class mate, which was Beck who was trying to social climb. And I don't think that that gave him any security. Love is at the top and he still has to kind of work for that security. But like
0: he has an in. Yeah, the fact that it's like we got a fish out of water story with a serial killer who's some like weird, cringy, hopeless romantic It was just fun. It was very unlike any other story.
1: Because the first one was so much about control. And then the second one just kind of seemed like, I mean, yeah, he was killing because he wanted people to be gone. But it was more so like these things were popping up as he was actually trying to live his life. He was like, wait, fuck. No, no, no. We, okay, now i will get rid of them and then we'll start over. I loved,
0: it's like, I loved the the idea of this guy just like panicked being like, okay, I'm gonna kill one more time and then we're done. (laughs) Like that, it was just so funny. Like, and that was what... I think, like, she really fell into, her, like, a comedy element, like, in the second book when she was, like, I'm leaning into how ridiculous this all yeah. is.
1: And I loved it. I kind of feel like, for me, if the third one was going to be something that would succinctly follow up the second one, I would kind of want him to be, like, all right, that's it. No more women. I'm just going to genuinely try working on myself. And then he, like, in into falling in love with Mary Kay where they're, like, kind of, like, maybe getting along. And he's, yeah. like, oh, wait, this is nice. Wait, no, no, no. Shit, shit. No, I'm here to be a recluse and, like, things like that. And then, whatever. If the murder, I don't know how the murder would get worked in. But it seems like that would be, like, the next move, which is, like, he had a life that he kind of wanted to live. Finally, he gets that. And then he gets completely ejected from it out of force. Yeah. And then he just has to, like, cope.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. I think about that a lot, too. I'm like, I feel like I really just did want something different for the third book. Not that the third book, like, sucked. Like, it was just fine. Yeah. And it was like, I I, I think we got a lot of twists at the very, very end. I wanted more twists earlier. Um, but it's like, I I, I think about that a lot too. I'm like, what could have been on par or like a a yes and to the second book? Like, do we see him more in jail? Do we see his trial play out? Like, do we see him be a screenwriter? Like, I think all of that could have been really interesting to kind of have him be at the top and still have all of these threats around him when he's more of a prolific person.
1: Yeah, because I mean, when you get a high profile, then what? Then like, you're constantly being perceived. How do you hide? I know. Yeah. And I mean, he had someone going after him in the third book, yeah. but it just, but even it, that with Oliver, it didn't right? really play I out. I feel like
0: what we needed is like one more book of him in like this kind of like artsy creative world where yeah. there's so many like um, cutthroat types of personalities. And then I feel like then it would have made sense for him to kind of retire to the Pacific Northwest because it was too much.
1: Because he sucks and he is boring, but at some point like <laughs> I, I want a protagonist to like root for it. And if it's like, it goes from killing because he wants to control and is obsessed with a girl to then being like, oh, I kind of like life. Oh, this is kind of nice. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. But like one more, one more. And then like working on himself. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is fun. Because now I'm kind of like, I mean, not relating to him, but like the passion and the drive is there. And I'm like, is he going to succeed? I want to know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it, it kind of became like a fun game of like weird cat and mouse. And it's like, is he going to do good or is he going to keep
1: killing people? Yeah. I did write down a question for you that I think would be very fun. So each book is obviously centered around a woman. If you were someone who Joe was going after, what do you think he would describe your aesthetic as? Or what do you think your aesthetic would be? And what location would you be in?
0: Oh, that's so great. I feel like I would, I would be in, and I would have to be a city person. That's the thing. I don't, I don't, work well in suburbs I lived in the suburbs for 18
1: years and mm-hmm. I didn't like it okay so you're a Miami 10
0: I, uh, I am a Miami 10 I'm a New York 10 I'm an LA 10 um okay who are you I do want to know though. <laughs> oh my gosh this is so interesting because I'm trying to think of like what how he like kind of references the aesthetic of like these women
1: you can be anyone anywhere or you could just be yourself yeah but I'm trying to
0: think of like what qualities he would see in me mm, is okay. how I'm interpreting this because I feel like okay I've lived in Chicago for almost 10 years yikes um. So I feel like I'd have to do a Chicago story. You're gonna stay in Chicago. I'm gonna stay in Chicago. Okay. Are you? Were you gonna stay in Chicago? I
1: haven't decided yet. Okay. okay. You can also, also stay in. Chicago He likes
0: us both at the same time. That's a really good <gasps>
1: idea. Oh my god. What if that was it? That would be really what he fun. he was drawn
0: to to two different people. Yeah. And they're best friends.
1: Because <gasps> he couldn't he couldn't kill one of us without the other one. Exactly. Because we're we we text every day. We text. Every we're day. Melanda yes.
0: and Mary Kay times a hundred because that's the thing if Maggie doesn't send me at least a tiktok every other day for me to watch that that's a the, problem. red flag that's a red flag it, so we
1: don't we don't have partners either because obviously no, no, no. he's gonna kill them first so yeah they're, they're not no, even they're, in the they're, they're 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 safe Are, is he gonna kill any of our friends maybe do any of them pose a threat I don't think we have very if funny Alex Colliard was still here for some oh, reason I think he would kill Alex. Alex would, I feel like Alex would somehow like get onto him and he'd be
0: like, gotta kill
1: him. Yeah, because I feel like Alex, I would just always crash at his house and he'd be like, What's going on between the two of them? Oh,
0: you Alex know, would be a goner. You know what? If he, like Joe would be at a party with all of us, Alex would make a really funny joke and he'd be like, <laughs> Alex is a threat. Everybody thinks Alex is funny, I have to kill him.
1: I think he would kill Alex. I think he would kill Wig, too. Oh, he would kill Wig because he, <laughs> Wig's so loyal. I, I think Wig would figure it out pretty fast. Oh, Wig
0: would be like, this guy, something's up with this guy. And we'd be like, Wiggy, no, because we like to see the best in people. Yeah.
1: Would he kill any of our girlfriends? He might kill Kelsey. Kelsey's might pretty smart.
0: Kelsey. Yeah. Maybe Kelsey.
1: Maybe Nate. Oh, Nate's pretty protective. Yeah.
0: I feel like Nate would figure it out, too.
1: He could probably kill Nate. Yeah. Damn, but Damn. what's he gonna do for us? Like, what is he gonna do? I honestly, I think Joe would
0: be like, shit. I've gotta like, he would he would be in comedy classes again because he wants to keep up with
1: our sharp wit. <laughs> That's okay. okay. So if he's pursuing both of us in Chicago, he's doing comedy classes for sure. Yeah, yeah. ten out of ten. I think maybe he would try be trying to do poetry um oh he goes to open mics I think he I think he tried to I I would like to think that he would try to find me at a concert where would he try to find you at oh my gosh he would probably try to okay I feel like he would try to do like one
0: of the activities I do so I wonder if he would like join my ultimate frisbee team or something like that um because I think that'd be hilarious I also think it'd be really funny if Joe was like trying to get into stand-up or something
1: that would be awesome that would be so funny. It Because w- that one, I feel like he maybe he would be like, okay, they do comedy, so I'll dip my toes in. And yeah. then we see that and we're like. He's like, I, I got to get
0: on a variety show with them both.
1: <laughs> it's really gross. Oh, my God. Um, okay, I love that we've decided what Chicago Joe would be like. Yeah,
0: yeah. What, did you have an idea when you thought of that question of, like, what your narrative with him
1: would be? What my aesthetic would be? Well, I think that there's been so many different versions of myself. The first yeah. place I gut reaction wanted to be at was Iowa City because yeah. I'm feeling nostalgic um, for my college town. And also it'd be different than Chicago. And if I was like abroad, maybe, I don't know enough about abroad, maybe yeah. like Finland or New Zealand. Those um, two very
0: different places, but I like them both.
1: Somewhere. Uh, you know, it seems like, God, am I just a cliche? Would he just meet me in a bookstore? Probably. Probably. But he already met so many people in the bookstore. But that tracks for him. Or he sees me rating and reviewing my own podcast at the Apple Store. <laughs> that's so funny. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm kind of embarrassed. And he takes that moment of vulnerability to be like, we have a secret between us. Yeah, that's so Oh my funny. god, do you know how many hours he'd probably listen of our
0: podcast? Oh my god, he'd be like taking notes. He'd be like reading since he loves books so much he'd be like reading the books with us being like these books are trash but you like these books so i need to like these books so i'm pretending to like these books and we're like joe we don't like these books you're
1: not getting the idea what would actually like the books what, what would be the thing about you that he has snide comments about because he always hates something about the girls oh, is,
0: i like reality tv <laughs>
1: Oh fuck, you would hate he that. Would
0: hate that I'd be like, hi, ah, I'm so sorry. Rainer Pump's on Wednesdays, love is blinds on Fridays, and also the challenge is also on Wednesdays. So we gotta find time to catch up. He would up on hate all of how these. many dog and cat
1: TikToks are on my for you page.
0: Oh my god, he would also hate that he'd be like, we could go out. I'd be like, can I just watch TikToks for an hour in my bed? Oh my God, like, he would. Like, or I'd be like, I'm just going to play Stardew Valley. Do you have something you can do to occupy your time? <laughs> like, I think Joe would not like that I'm like completely content just like doing like things on my phone or on my video games or like watching reality TV like
1: yeah. without him. I don't want to be like intellectually stimulated all the time. No, I like doing what people have perceived as basic things, which is really misogynist yeah. to say basic but like uh, i like normal things like i'd like yeah. just
0: like chill shit yeah oh my god no i remember seeing like a really great like tiktok based off of a tweet or something that it was like all of like the things that like you know like femme type people like are always seen as stupid but but that's because the male narrative has said that they're stupid but it's like yeah boys watch sports year round and it's just a bunch of people yelling at a thing that they don't play and i'm like wait a minute that's really
1: dumb Everything everyone likes is inherently dumb. And there's politics to sports. Sometimes two of your favorite players can hate each other. That is reality TV. TV. That's the thing.
0: I remember. I'm getting mad uh, at
1: Joe. Fuck I know. you, what, Joe? you,
0: Joe. No, my boyfriend once was like, was there anything that, like, because my boyfriend really likes football, he was like, is there anything that would make you, like, more interested in football? And I was like, talking heads. I want it. I want. I want number forty three to be like, man. I can't believe number twenty came in wearing black socks today. He knows black socks and black pants, cheeks are my thing. And we just haven't been the same since that last scrimmage that we did. Like, I would love to just hear like office, the, like the office aside. Yeah, no, because like, like that would be so fucking in, like, funny. Even like like Vanderpump and like all the other like things. Like they have like the interviews. Yeah. That's literally like the the epitome of reality TV. That's what makes it interesting. Because you know they want to kill people. All on the field and that's the thing I want to hear that you hate Jeremy because you guys were in college together but now you're on different teams and now you're forced to fight each other (laughs) yeah that's what I want to hear he would hate how much I play replay by
1: Zendaya (laughs) it took me a while to get that one out
0: oh my god Joe would also hate that I'd be like I want to go to Lollapalooza and I'm gonna wear like a tiny little outfit he'd be like I hate this place Hate he, like, he would he would hate good. like because it's like I like to go out dancing I like to go to concerts and I like to go and do comedy like those are like my big like active things Joe would hate all of those no
1: he just wants to sit inside and read a book I yeah don't do that I already read a book for my podcast and it's kind of hard sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's a little difficult it's a little it's hard to get through books that was really fun I love the idea of us being in the you universe yeah, the, the the universe. universe. Amen. Let's let's trademark that and then bill Caroline
0: Kepnes to get it back under her name.
1: Kind of upset she never retweeted account, uh, but that's okay. Maybe one day
0: she'll find us and be like, "I want to be on their podcast," and then
1: we'll read the fourth book and we could talk about it. That'd be so cool. Um, she didn't respond to my my podcast uh, title. I was like, <laughs> request to be on beloved book it's podcast. A-
0: Caroline, if you're listening <laughs> to this, we will find you. You are, you are on our minds.
1: Carolyn, was it the beloved adjective that threw you off? Did it throw you for a curveball? We're gonna,
0: we're gonna, like, reverse you, Carolyn. (laughs) Without the murder. What? Without the murder. Just, we're gonna stalk her to a point that she has to be on our podcast.
1: You know what? We can keep little notes everywhere, like... (laughs) <laughs> maybe it's like manifestations <laughs> being like you want to we have the hypno, hypnotose hypnosis Hi- hypnosis <laughs>
0: wow um i think that's a really good idea
1: thank you um <laughs> okay so uh ranked favorite to least favorite of the u books which one i mean obviously two is our favorite so two, yeah two, you, two. One and three what are you thinking Honestly, I might put three and then one. Interesting. Because,
0: because, here's my explanation. It's because the last 30 pages of the third book of you are insane. And it's nuts. Yeah. And I think that's what really got me in. I also liked um, the, just the ridiculousness of a teenager carrying a whole ass bong in their (laughs) bag. (laughs) And, like, everywhere. And I think that's what I liked. But I also really like Melanda as a character. She was Um, fun. So, and I think think that's why. I think, like, looking back, I had a harder time getting through the first book than the third book. So, I will rank them that way. I
1: do think the third book had a lot of quirks and bits to it that made it very fun to read. The first one, maybe New York is just, like, really dry. Yeah. But it felt very dry- Um, I liked Beck because, you know, if a protagonist is going to just drop the fact that Beck has borderline personality disorder, I'm like, that's my girl. (laughs) No, like that's the thing. It's like, I like
0: almost liked the blueprint of the first book, but like the, the actual like infrastructure of it just didn't captivate me as much as everything else. I was like, I fucking love New York. It was one of my favorite, favorite cities in, in the world. And there's so much you can do with this, especially when it's like a love story in New York, which is like. The the quintessential. Um, And I felt like it just wasn't, it, it focused so much more on like not anything you would expect. It was just kind of like him going to like a fucking Ikea or like him watching her through a window. And I was like
1: there are so many things we could do here, and we're just—I feel like we're just in the wrong you direction. You could make up any event in New York, and it could take place—a yeah. museum of just fun-sized There was no beers. Times
0: Square scene.
1: Uh, there, there, was no didn't, Olive Garden. He did
0: go to the Olive Garden in Times Square and get really drunk on Maggie's birthday once. No. To then go see *Hades* town with the original Broadway cast. While there for the Westminster Dog Kettle Club show. The, honestly, there was no date at the agility trials.
1: Of the Who Westminster cares?
0: Dog Show. show. No day. Which I
1: would absolutely 100% go back to. And if the Westminster Dog Kennel Club show, similar to Franzia, similar to Four Loco, ever wants to sponsor Meggie and Laura. And if you guys
0: ever have written a book and want to come and talk about
1: it last <laughs> know. The <laughs> Westminster Dog Kennel Club show? All there's, those brands. There's like a, like a manual that we read and we just talk about. Whenever brands start writing books, you are all welcome to come on Maggie Meggie and I want to be sponsored. <laughs> um. Yeah, absolutely we do. Hell yeah.
0: Um, Maggie, I I feel like I've said my piece. I think that this wrap up was so much fun. This is so, I honestly, I feel like I could talk about this entire, like, you, no verse, um, for a really long time because, like, these books are very rich in content. Yeah. And as an idea. Um, they are. Before we talk about season nine, can you believe it's already been almost nine seasons? Um, that's my lucky memory. Oh. Uh, really nice thank you um we have we we have to digress okay (laughs) lucky because i said so that's the attitude we all need Um, exactly we have to pick our canceled character of the series and our justice for character of the series
1: okay joe is way too easy so i'm gonna go with my second character which i'm gonna have to say 40 Really? I fucking hated 40. I
0: hated 42. I was gonna go out on a limb here.
1: Okay. I was gonna say Mr. Mooney because he kind of indirectly started it all. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, you're right, Mr. Mooney. I mean, (gasps) really? You're gonna. Okay. Yes, because you can't come back from locking a kid in a cage on 9 11. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not like Joe was like 14, he was like seven. Like, yeah. That's bad. That's gonna do some shit to you. Yeah. Justice for character. I am going to pick Peach Salinger. You know what? I think I'm going to have, and go with me, because I know sometimes she was a really bad friend um, to Beck and whatnot. I think I can only imagine when you are such high class society, and maybe I will have a little bit of a place for her in my heart, because I think internalized homophobia can be really hard. I think that Peach Never really had friends. I feel like she was really insecure. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the internalized homophobia really, like, impacted and colored her interactions. And I think that trauma can fuck your brain up and make you do fucked up things. But I think inside of her was a human. I'll agree.
0: I'll agree with that. Because you want to know what, like, when I initially started thinking of us doing this, I was like, a lot of the characters in this world are horribly unlikable. They all have some major flaw. Yeah. And if we're supposed to believe, like, Peach's major flaw is that she's, like, gay and insecure,
1: that's not fair. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I really... That's not fair at all. And maybe it's because... uh, Rant. Here I'm going on a rant. Maybe it's because there's not many queer people in media that I just, like, I really I really wanted her to succeed. Maybe it's, like, being there and hurting people in real life um, yeah. that just made me want to be like, you know what, maybe if she got the help she needed, she would be better. Maybe it's because Shay Mitchell's the hottest actress in the fucking world and she played her in season one. We'll never know. We'll never, we'll never know if it's the no.
0: intellectual or the objectifiable reason. <laughs>
1: And that, listeners,
0: is something you can think on. Yeah, you think about it. Um, hell yeah, this season was so, so fun. It was really cool to branch out in, like, a different direction. And, y'all, yeah, we read, but after dark is what I've been calling it in my notes.
1: And, um, fellas, for the next season, we are having a riot of a time. We're going to have a fucking ball. We are taking, yet again, another huge step outside of our comfort zone, outside of what you guys know. We're diving back into young adults, sort of. We're going to bring our friends on and we're going to dive into John Green. Yeah, we're doing his entire bibliography. Would that, is
0: that what we call it? Book discography? Oh, book yeah. What, what discography? I don't know, but we're doing his entire work. All, all, Every book that John Green has written, starting with Looking for Alaska, ending with Turtles All the Way Down. Um, we're really excited because I, I think a lot of people feel this way. It's like you either loved the book or you hated the book when Mm -hmm. it comes to John Green. So I feel like we're going to have some really rich discussions because
1: I think John Green is a really, really powerful writer. Yeah. But I hated a lot of his books. I think buckle up because already we've had very emotional talks about it. I think it's going to be a very sentimental, very very deep season.
0: Yeah. Especially like knowing like that this is kind of a a different world where it's like a lot of John Green books revolve around the coping and trauma and grief. Um, so this is going to be a very, very deep season, uh, and we're excited if you'll come along for the ride with us.
1: Yeah, get your friends to come along, too. Because our friends are coming along. Because our friends are coming along, what? and we'd love to hang out with your friends. And we'd love
0: to hang out with your friends. You, you know what? Invite some friends over Pour a nice glass of wine, or a cheap glass of wine, and I recommend the $4 Cabernet from Whole Foods. <laughs> so you know you And just listen and enjoy yourselves, and <laughs> just enjoy. It's like yourself. we're in the room
1: with you. We're all hanging out. And if you get tired of just listening to us, and you say, "Hey, on this sectional we're all sharing," I want to scroll. You can find us online at Maggie underscore and underscore Laura on Instagram.
0: That's where all the updates are. Because believe it or not, Maggie and I do other things outside of this podcast. You're welcome. Find it there.
1: Uh, you can also find us on TikTok at yeah, reddit and on Twitter at yeah, reddit. Yeah, our Twitter's popping off. I've been love, loving Twitter. Loving Twitter. Loving Twitter. Um, and also,
0: if you're thinking like, man, it wasn't enough to just hear their voices. It wasn't enough to just scroll through their content. I gotta talk to these people. Send us an email. Maggie and Laura present at gmail.com. Uh, we will respond. We will respond. Usually within a day. I feel like that's our response time. We will
1: absolutely respond. It makes
0: our day every single fucking time.
1: Please email us. Please do. If it's around the holidays, sometimes it'll take us a month. Yeah, or or if one of us is sick, it'll take us some time. (laughs) It'll take us some time. But but we love it,
0: and we love you, and we really appreciate you for coming on this journey with us.
1: And we will see you for John Green, starting off with Looking for Alaska. That starts next week. No, we have a week off. I don't think we do. We start next week. Oh,
0: you're right. You're absolutely right. Well, you guys will know because if you're subscribed, which I highly recommend you are, <laughs> it'll be automatically downloaded. Love that plug. We love that plug. All right. Well, we'll see you all next time. And thanks again. Love you. Love you.